Why, as I live and breathe, it's Dan. Every time you greet me on this show, I can hear that you're like one episode closer to death. You just you can feel the energy leaving my body. I can not only see the light leaving your eyes, but I can actually feel like your plosives becoming more subdued and your <laughs> your breath becoming more labored. It's like it's more like, you know, deathbed banter at this point. Yeah, my my vocal coach says I have gasping peas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're you're a ghost type Pokémon. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I was I was once a Diglett, but then I died. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Not even, all... not even death is an escape <laughs> for me. Are all ghost type Pokemon just? Why aren't they just the ghost version of the Pokemon they were when they were alive? You know what I mean? Well, Dan, death is about transition. Uh huh. If you get, if you, if you catch a Diglett, uh huh, and you and you murder that Diglett, that Diglett uh-huh. has to serve you in the afterlife. <laughs> gotcha. So is my mom a Gengar now? Is that what you're saying? Your mom's a Gengar is what I'm saying. Well, no, she's a haunter, and you have to trade her to me, and then she'll be a Gengar. Oh, gotcha. Welcome to the show, everybody. Science. Magic. Horses. Truth. Banter. 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 Accidentally made myself sad. <laughs> it happens a lot. It does. It's because you're in- weak. Abandon in- your earthly emotions. Self-inflicted sorrow is like my number one. Um, I guess your number one single. No, <laughs> it would be <laughs> rocking it at the top of this week's Hot 100. It's self-inflicted sorrow by Dan Crary. That's sweet, sweet, sad. This is sad just a man boy. crying into a microphone for 20 minutes. <laughs> And it is all over TikTok. <laughs> you put a beat behind it. Oh man! Mm-hmm. So really, it's the re- like like most with, with most pieces of electronic. It's the remix where it finds success. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not unlike uh, you know when they relayed uh, WAP over the devil went down to Georgia. Uh, this this song has yet to truly find its audience. And then you play that. <laughs> During the Wizard of Oz, and it all syncs up. (laughs) Yeah. Famously unsuccessful single, WAP, finally finds an audience after they cut it. Finally found a home. You know, it's just good. You just love seeing an underdog succeed. (laughs) You know, this little known artist, Cardi B, I don't know if you've heard of her. Cardifer B, as she (laughs) was known to her parents. Cardifer? (laughs) That's amazing. I love the name Cardifer. I want, I don't know if I want to name. Uh, my daughter Cardifer necessarily, but I feel yeah, like I'll you, use that as a You're famously barren. You'll never procreate. I keep trying. Courtney tells me we're not doing it right, but I don't know. I feel like I'm ovulating, so. But Dan, you're famously barren. You will never be with child. I'm famously barren, Munchausen. <laughs> <laughs> you you never you never listen. <laughs> you love getting real sick, so other people will take care of you. <laughs> exactly. I'm barren, Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> but I'm also an intergalactic space entity, so I'm Baron Munchausen by Praxis. By Proxima Centauri. Yeah, by Pro no, by um Parallax, that's what I meant to say. Okay. Praxis is from um Alice Isn't Dead. Yeah, Baron Munchausen by Parallax. There! That's we how comedy it. works. Good job. You just put a Woo. bunch of words together, everybody. You are welcome. Subscribe like, to a Patreon. You ever sat into the uh it, it on the the writer's room for Mad Libs? <laughs> That's what this bullshit is. <laughs> 
Yeah, actually, if you listen to all the banters backwards, uh, you end up with a pretty nifty crossword. All right, uh, 42 down, the insane ramblings of two obviously mental ill hosts. That's a banter. Oh, I uh, banned. Uh, my bad. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a banter. <laughs> that's a banter. <laughs> oh, Austin, Austin, Austin. How did you how did you celebrate um you know Earth defeating the aliens? Um I found let's let's say squid. I don't know what you're sure. referencing, so I'm gonna say squid. So considering the holiday we just had and Earth fighting aliens, the movie Independence Day oh, the did movie not Independence spring. Day is what yeah. you're referencing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so I held awake for Will Smith's career. <laughs> yeah, he got that Aladdin money. He don't he doesn't need a wake. He's fine. And Gemini Have you seen Man Aladdin? wasn't he was, bad. He was dead. That was clearly <laughs> a, fri- a weekend at Bernie's. His his corpse being puppeted by two teens. <laughs> uh, weekend weekend in Agrabah. Yes. Survey no. Says. That was a whammy. <laughs> you're just you're crossing too many game shows at this point. Do people still watch game shows? Are they popular? Because I know they're still made because they're not that expensive to produce, but. I think yeah, with Alex Trebek being the kind of the last vanguard of of game shows, are they are they are they still? I guess Drew I mean, Carey's still doing the prices, right? He is. Even though Bob Barker could totally still do the show, he's in good enough health. I don't care what anyone says. Now, what's Bob Barker up to? Do we have eyes on him? Yep, he's just getting his monthly allotment of Adrenochrome. That's right. Q's coming for Bob Barker. Finally, too long has his power gone uncontested. Mm-hmm. What's his game? What is he doing with all the with all the reproductive organs of animals that he's demanded over yeah, he's the years? In the reproductive systems of, of spayed and neutered pets, he's he's looking for alternative sources of adrenaline. He's, <laughs> he's a pioneer. Like how you can get stem cells without having to eat a baby mm-hmm. if you're boring about it. <laughs> well, uh, catastrophic climate change is kind of happening all at once. Um, really, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, the heat wave that killed people, uh, you know, polarized cla- caps But Dan, sometimes it's cold in the winter, you ignorant fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So my question is, okay, not my question, my pitch. We can't get any Republican cooperation with uh, anything climate related. And we can't even get a lot of Democrat cooperation because they're right. just as big corporate students. Yeah, no, the, the, the government's become a death cult at this point. Yeah, exactly. So my question is... Have we considered using uh-huh. politicians as an alternative energy source? Like, hear me out. Instead Put them of under generators and catch all their hot air. <laughs> I was more thinking like a legion of hamster wheels. Um, we wouldn't get much life out of Mitch McConnell, but I do think Madri Taylor Green we could get some miles for. <laughs> She'd be green energy. <laughs> nah. Nah. Uh, uh, yeah, so what I'm saying uh, is enslave, of a fascist state. enslave Congress and have them uh, run on hamster wheels to power our cities. Okay. And we'll send that, uh, I guess, uh, first to the, to the House. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that right now. Mm-hmm. And the Republicans are asking um, to entirely just defund schools. For them to agree to that, schools are now Mad Max. Oh, okay. Well, schools are already kind of Mad Max because, you know, we don't give a shit. God, we live in a garbage country. We're so free to just have nothing 
and our government be useless and hobbled and underfund our services. And I just oh, now feel they're like... changing the terms. They want a charter school in your house. Oh well, wait. I, I feel like they're just going to be using me as a tax shelter. <laughs> yes, and they, they now now it's two charter schools, one on top of the other in your house. Oh God. They're yeah. altering the arrangement. Pray they don't alter it any further. <laughs> it's funny how they don't like homeless shelters, but they love tax shelters. <gasps> and the song, and, and the song, "Give Me Shelter." Everybody loves that one. Everyone likes that one. <laughs> Unless, it's one of those where if you don't listen to the lyrics, it's great. <laughs> yeah, like "Don't Stand So Close to Me." Super catchy until you're like, "Wait, a wait a minute. minute! This is about a piano file." <laughs> You're her teacher, you fucking creep. Get out of here. Don't stand so close to me either, Sting. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling you you should just uh you should you should go Someone should uh, call the police on Sting. <laughs> Look at Welcome you. Welcome back to jokes from the eighties. All right. Oh my God! That's what "fuck the police" was about. He just really doesn't like yeah, Sting. Yeah, no, it was it was a call out song, uh, just about. I guess Sting's uh, uh, egocentrism about, and bad bad songwriting. About don't stand so close to me. He was trying to call it out. That was the original cue drop. They were like, Sting is uh, not a good guy. You got to read between the lines on those lyrics. I'm very tired. I think I'm getting heat stroke. Um, good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, wow. That's... <laughs> hey, fuck you. I'm glad you're getting heat stroke. Damn. I no, mean, I'm mad at you. I'm not surprised this is the turn this took, but uh, at the same time, you kind of fuck you, man. Uh, well, uh, see, the thing is, we gotta we gotta increase our engagement. I think some on-screen drama, um, banter beef. Yeah, some banter beef, but like internal, like that worked real good for H3H3's podcast. So I guess uh, fuck you. Okay. Uh, speaking of. I don't know, beef. Have you seen Black Widow yet? Um which one's that? The the Is that the one with Black Widow in it? Yeah, it's the first Marvel movie in like sixteen months or something. Uh don't even get me started. Okay. I won't. <laughs> right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> wow, that's Wow, we really Aust- avoided Austin's, rev- whole Austin's review, uh don't get him started. So <laughs> So you did Could be good, we can... could be bad. Uh you, you be the judge, I guess is what he's saying. Yeah, no, I'm in a good mood now. You didn't, <laughs> didn't set me off at all. Wow. I'm just pulling something up. Give me a second. I'm just pulling something. Give me a second. No. No, I'm pulling something. On a scale no. of one to ten, how do you feel about that? Eight. Okay, and where do you live? Uh, Montana. And uh, are you vaccinated, yes or no? Yes. Okay, and are you aware of the nanochips that puts in your brain, yes or no? Uh, you didn't ask me which vaccine I have. No, survey. Yes or no nanochips? Wait, are these nanochips from Tostitos? Because if they're from Tostitos or Frito-Lay, then I'd be on board with nanochips. That sounds delicious. Yeah, we're doing nanochips differently. Ours are a little bowl that contain the salsa. Ah, I gotcha. A lot of people uh, prefer those, or they prefer a hint of lime nanochips. But at that point, why why aren't you just eating Doritos? Is I guess I would point. like the restaurant style nanochips to come back. I don't think those get a fair enough shake. I, you can just go to our restaurant for those. But I don't want to go. I don't. I don't want to go to whatever this survey restaurant is. The restaurant is the CDC. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this has been biting satire. <laughs> 
Dr. Fauci? It was me, Dr. Fauci, the whole time. All right, Austin. This is, uh... Here we go. God, this is a long one. Why do I always pick such long fucking questions for this? Uh, what's this? What's this segment called? Well, it's called, and then we and then we play the intro song. Right? Yeah, play the play the little, the little jingle thing. When yeah. the Cameron did for us, that was nice yeah. of him to do. Yeah, that. it was. Yeah, can you put that in there? All right, and it's called. I married my high school sweetheart. What a disaster. He was an arrogant, <laughs> selfish, uncaring, and lazy. And I was miserable the entire time. I had a successful career while he drifted from job to job, getting fired from most. Courtney, who wrote this? After seven unhappy years, oh God, I left. <laughs> Is this from the future? He remarried, had a couple of kids, and got divorced. I remarried after 15 years to a great guy whom I'm still with. But kids never happen for us, although I love children and always expected to have a bunch. I've settled for animals and convinced myself I was content with that. For the past 30 years, I've often thought and felt that I've never been that that I've had a second of reg- I've never had a second of regret over leaving my ex until tonight <laughs> I'm still friendly with his family and so one of his daughters popped up on the you might know thing on Facebook I made the mistake of clicking here he is this lazy selfish inconsiderate loser with a loving family apparently the second wife is back with him or at least they're very friendly while i'm trying to convince myself that cats and dogs fulfill me it's way too late for me to ever have a family i expected and craved i thought i was okay with that but i see him with something that he uh, never had any interest in, and it leaves me so unhappy. And I, and now I worry that my husband, whom I adore and who's much younger than me, will someday deeply regret being with me because he's missing out on having a family. He says not, but I now realize that trying to convince yourself you're okay with a disappointment is not the same as actually being okay with it. How do I get back to accepting the unchangeable and get over resenting the smug satisfaction of his photos and his beautiful, <laughs> loving daughters, knowing he's been a loser and unable to even hold a job, mostly because of dishonesty, yet has the joy and satisfaction of the one thing I really and truly wanted in life. Signed, future Courtney. Fuck. Yeah, what I, what I love about these is you can also use them for your audition monologues. <laughs> Pretty much. That one I would, I would have ramped up to a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what do you what do you have to say to I mean, it's suddenly devastated after all these years is how they signed it. But well, I mean, uh, what suddenly devastated gets right is that other people being happy and having fulfilling lives and, and sort of like posting photos of that to Facebook. Uh, she's right in that that is uh, a deliberate insult to the people viewing it. Mm-hmm. The only the only true and honest Facebook posts are people uh, are drinking ice cream that they poured beer into in a dim lit room. That's sort of the most. That's the only authentic way of being, and anything uh, you- different than that is uh, meant to aggravate and destroy. I'm just wondering what if that's actually on Facebook, or are you confusing that with the artistic side of Parlor that you've recently stumbled into? Honestly, everything is such a, a beer float induced haze in my in my mind right now. Uh, turns out that your body goes into shock whenever you do that. 
uh, and the first couple times you do it, it's um, alarming, and then the third time onwards, you just do it to escape the pain. Austin, they're going to have to take your foot if you keep drinking beer floats. I'm really sorry, but you... That's that's what I want. Then I get a cool <laughs> peg leg, and I get to be a pirate. <laughs> well, you will probably start to go blind, so the eye patch will come next. <laughs> I already have scurvy. My My diet is not complete. <laughs> I mean, it's... I can't it's com- help it. Hardtack is delicious and cheap. <laughs> Oh, Austin. Austin Logan, Devourer of Worlds, everyone. He's basically Galactus. So I guess uh, moving on to advice for Devastated. Mm-hmm. Um, has she tried wearing a swimsuit that doesn't fit anymore? Ack. <laughs> uh, I wonder if Kathy actually had like some sort of, I don't know. Existential like, breakdown? Upper, no, uh, I was going to say upper bronchial condition that made her go, ack. Oh, that's, that's, that's because her esophagus doesn't work. <laughs> She just gags on air. She can't swallow anything. <laughs> she has to take all of her food intravenously. That's why she's so miserable. She Never again it. can she truly enjoy her chocolates. She's, she hasn't had a sandwich in 35 years. <laughs> also, did you catch the humble brag in there about my much younger husband? Yeah, right? Jeez. So I guess if she's a gilf, that opens up an entirely new avenue. Well, I... I really think that, like everything... And based on my recent search history, I can only assume she is. Well, like everything I've brought up with you, uh, I really feel like you shouldn't be weighing in on this at all, so I'm just going to want to move on to yeah. the next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this can only be to the detriment of society, and yet I keep talking. I, I just, you know... Mm, somebody, I, I, <laughs> somebody stop me. Uh, no. What, what Jim carries the mask said, ironically, I am, I'm saying earnestly, somebody stop me, please. I, <laughs> I'm the weepy-voiced killer of cringe. Okay. Here you go. You you should be, speaking of cringe, you should be able to help with this one, which is also very fucking long, so I'm going to do it as a monologue, okay? Okay. <clears throat> and take me there. You'll have to, since this is an audio-only medium, you'll have to sort of, like, speak out your stage direction. I have a four-year-old daughter and a four-month-old son. We recently enrolled my daughter into weekly ballet lessons. We love everything about it, except an issue with a sibling of one of her classmates. The dance, left. the dance studio has a large room with several couches, tables, and chairs where parents and siblings hang out during class. One of my daughter's classmates has a brother approximately six years old, and I suspect he is neuroatypical. The problem is that he is obsessed with babies. During the first ballet class, this boy was counting all the babies in the room. There were three and crawled underneath Uh, a table uh, uh. to check out my baby who was sleeping in the stroller in the corner of the room. A bit odd, but I didn't think much of it. The next class, I sat in a chair more in the middle of the room, again with my baby napping in his stroller. And this time he was the only baby present. Ah, ah, ah. The baby came, the boy came up and stood right in front of him, staring at him for most of an hour. (laughs) It made me really uncomfortable, but he wasn't touching the baby or disrupting his sleep, so I didn't know what to say. The boy's father tried to lure him away from the baby several times with no Hmm, success. Phrasing. Today was the third class, and I sat on a love seat next to a sofa. My baby was awake, so I was holding him in my arms. It seemed that several families took the week off, so tons of seats were available. Shortly after we settled in, the boy bounded in and sat right next to us, 
staring. The father came in a few minutes after and sat on the adjacent sofa, but allowed the boy to sit next to us on the love seat. The boy then started rolling around all over the love seat with his legs hitting me several times, and I was afraid he might accidentally kick the baby. The dad attempted to read books to him, but he was still right next to us, alternating between staring and rolling around. I hate confrontation, but this makes me so uncomfortable. I have been trying to ignore the boy so far, and that approach clearly isn't working. What can I do or say to alleviate this situation? Staring isn't caring. I like how you went full calculon by the end. It was a very bold choice. What with this acting talent? And I guess this really just speaks to the the unbridled avarice of the rich. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wait, what? Because that four-year-old's already got all the adrenochrome he needs. (laughs) And all he can think of is how to get more. How can I harvest more from this this unprotected child? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you're rich enough to afford ballet lessons, which is like, you know, after Mega Yacht, the next highest possible luxury. Because you're never going to use that. That's just money you're burning to display your wealth. Yeah, right? It's like yeah, plenty of people give their daughters eating disorders without putting them in ballet, okay? The working man has to do it through shame and toxic. Feel good about and, that one? You feel good you about feel, that? Do I feel good about that one? I don't I feel like I, I feel like I can make it punchier. I think even you choked on your own on your own vial. Yeah, what was left of my conscience was like, you really should. <laughs> you were like, no, I'm in charge. Because <laughs> your id just screams. <laughs> Austin want more. Austin want more. <laughs> yeah, my id and my ego are in complete agreement about that. Uh-huh. They're just like, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard from that super ego guy in a long time. <laughs> well, here's the trick. You ever see him or your ego in the same place at the same time? <laughs> same guy. Same guy. See? Super ego, ego. We should have put it together <laughs> Is years that ago. why my ego always wears glasses <laughs> and hunches? Yep, but he's very clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> and lacks any, you know... Uh, higher motivations or the ability to make rational decisions. <laughs> Ooh, this is a very specific joke for a that very, was very specific inside crowd. baseball. I'm happy yeah. with it. I, I I figured you would be. I would like to do a really. Um, I'd like to just make an episode that's entirely Coen Brothers jokes, like just based on like. Blood Simple and No Country for Old Men and Raising Arizona and Burton Fink and just go through like all of their like the head sucker proxy, just really deep dive. And then it can be inside baseball, inside Lewin Davis. <sighs> I killed yeah. him. I'm free. <laughs> no, no, I'm a ghost Pokemon. God damn it. Is that good enough to end on? We, we closed the circle. <laughs> we did close the circle. The prophecy is complete. That's good, good about night, this episode is everyone. And really killing good with these night, acting choices. Everyone. Roll of threes. Good night. Everyone. Now just a fun one where you're being zany. <laughs> good night, everyone. Or did you want really zany? Did you want like good night, everybody? <laughs> and that's the take we use. Got him. <laughs> Fuck. Good night, everybody. A Secret Weapon Production.